Ready to elevate your credit understanding and score? With insider tips and a plan, you can take action to improving your score, which can save thousands in unnecessary finance charges. Let's tackle today's topic with your coach, Credit Christy. Hey friends, it's Christy, your credit coach. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today, I wanna talk about feeling a little over leveraged. If you're like many people in this great country, you might feel overextended when it comes to your finances, your money, and maybe even your credit. At the time of this recording, we are entering full-fledged holiday season. My neighbors were putting up the Christmas ornaments this past weekend, and here we go right into the spending season. But from some of the headlines that I'm reading and what I'm experiencing myself, I know a lot of people are experiencing is this really large increase in the cost of living. However, most of us aren't experiencing a tremendous increase in our income to level out that cost of living increase. So let's talk about being over leveraged. What does leverage mean? Well, leverage has many different definitions, but the way I'm using it today is using it as a strategy to be able to extend our money to go a little bit further. For instance, if you were buying a home, a lot of times you are getting financing for that purchase. So you're putting down 3%, 5%, 10%, whatever amount you're putting down, and you're financing the rest as opposed to saving your money in order to pay cash for that home. Well, a lot of people use this strategy, this leverage to finance their home, their education, their car, And for many people, they are leveraging their lifestyle. And this is where I'm seeing people get in trouble. So if a large percentage of where your money goes every single month is servicing debt, in other words, repaying loans and credit cards that you've borrowed against, that eats up where that money could go for other goals. And that's where I believe most people are feeling the most stretched right now. If you didn't listen to the episode about the average car payment, I encourage you to go back and listen to that one. It will blow your mind how high car payments are on new and used cars as of 2022. I know student loan debt has been a really big hot topic in the media with the president trying to eliminate student loans for a lot of people. But where I really want to focus our conversation on is what happens if you are no longer in a position to be able to stay afloat and repay that debt on time. So for many people, the student loan forbearance is getting lifted, and now you are facing having to make payments on those outstanding student loans. I know for many people, you're starting to feel the credit card APRs that have been increasing because that prime index rate has been increasing. Every time the Fed funds rate has increased, it's also forced the prime index rate to increase. So prime right now is at 7%, and it's likely going to go up again in December when the Fed meets on December 2nd. So credit card APRs and payments are going up. Student loan payments are going to start coming due. Car payments are at an all-time high. And housing costs have just surged. Even if you're not a homeowner right now, you have likely experienced somewhere around a 20% increase in your rent over the last 12 to 16 months. And y'all, this is not a small market in our country. Rental homes make up 35 million households across the US. And a headline I just read last week that literally blew my mind is that there are 20 million Americans that are currently late on their utility bills. 
So 20 million households owe utility companies approximately $788 in back-owed electric bills. This is a huge concern because a lot of the country is experiencing cold weather already. And what happens when your electricity gets cut off? I mean, that's like one of the first things that should be paid. But I think that because people know it's not reported on their credit report, if you had to choose between being late on, say, your car payment that is reported on your credit and your electric bill, which one do you choose? But I also know trying to get your electricity turned back on once it's been cut off for non-payment comes at a hefty cost. So there's real concern about this. And I wanted to share just a few minutes about what to do if you feel like you're in a place where you can no longer carry this debt, repay these monthly payments, and you're feeling stretched and over leveraged. And something to consider, if you're not there right now, what if something were to happen? What if there were a loss of job uh, with this recession? We can anticipate some businesses having to pull back on bonuses, commissions, or even full-time hours. If costs continue to increase, but our incomes and wages really don't, if you're struck with an illness, or if there's some kind of terrible emergency that you just couldn't foresee, what happens if you're in a position that you can no longer make that payment. Well, if you are feeling over leveraged, you fall victim to being unable to make these payments. So let's talk about some of those consequences. And then we'll talk about some suggestions. If you wind up finding yourself unable to make your payments, whether it is to that utility company for your electric bill an insurance company, or maybe that car payment or credit card payment, if you just ignore it and just wind up being late, if it reports to your credit, it can literally just slaughter your credit. Payment history makes up 30 of your overall credit score algorithm. It's actually the largest sector of what makes up your credit score. So it could have really detrimental effects to your overall credit profile. If you're trying to qualify for a future loan, those late payments may exclude you from being able to be approved. And I have seen in the past where if you were late on a payment, not necessarily just your credit card, but any kind of payment that is reporting to the credit reporting bureaus, your creditor has the right and the ability to tap into your credit at any time to see what's going on. Let me use this as an example. If you've ever signed up for say like Credit Karma or even have an account set up with like Experian to just look at your credit score and what's happening, when something changes, materially changes on your credit profile, let's say you paid off a loan and now it's closed up or somebody's recently pulled your credit, you get notified. Well, same to your creditors. When something materially changes on your credit profile, they get notified. So let's say you are late making your payment to Discover Card. Capital One is going to be notified if that's your other credit card and they're gonna be keeping an eye on your credit profile. And if they see that you're late either a couple of times or to a couple of other creditors, they have the right to go in and hedge their risk, meaning change the terms to the agreement that you have. Let me give you an example. Way back in 2008, with the financial crisis that was happening worldwide, many people, including myself, found themselves having to choose what to do with the debts that were owed. I found myself having to face a short sale when my income was cut by a third after massive layoffs and having to get whatever job came my way, really. And I could no longer afford this home. Well, the mortgage company told me to even be considered for a short sale, I had to be three months late on my mortgage payments. And guess what happened? That's right, my credit card company was notified of those late payments 
And guess what they did? They reduced my limit from wherever it was to just above my current outstanding balance. So let's say I had a limit of $20,000 on this credit card and a balance of $4,000. They reduced my available credit line or my limit down to about $5,000. It was devastating, not only to my credit score, because now my debt utilization was all out of whack and I was essentially maxed out on my credit card, which a few minutes before I wasn't, but I also didn't have access to what I thought I had with essentially a line of credit with that credit card. So I thought, well, if I had to live off of my credit cards for a little while to help me pay bills, well, my credit card company was thinking the same thing and wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get myself in trouble by living off of my credit cards and then potentially not being able to pay them back. So they went ahead and were proactive and reduced my limit. You guys, it hurt so bad. It removed a potential strategy of being able to make it through that terrible time, but it also added to the absolute demise of what was an excellent credit profile. Keep in mind as well, if you are late on credit card payments, your APRs can go up. It's called a penalty APR. And your creditors might assess late fees on top of the increased interest rates. So what should you do if you find yourself in a position where you are no longer able to make your monthly payments as agreed? My advice is contact your creditors, have a conversation with them and tell them what's going on. If something terrible has happened, if you've lost your job, if you got bumped off the road somehow from being able to make those payments as agreed, tell them about it. Talk to your creditor and ask what might be possible. There's a very good chance they might give you a forbearance or deferment for a few months while you get back on your feet. But ignoring the fact that there's a problem, not having any communication and just going along as if nothing is wrong is not the way to handle it. Please do not bury your head in the sand. You know, sometimes not having any information is worse than having painful information. So don't ignore it and please do have conversations with your creditors. Next thing I would tell you to do is how do you eliminate some of the costs in your life? Can you rent out a room? Can you change your housing or go in with somebody on housing to reduce your costs when it comes to your housing payments? Are there any extras that you can cut out of your life? I know there are many services that we pay to have for us that we could do in-house, such as hair, nails, car wash, house cleaning, gym memberships, or even some of the extra subscriptions you might have for like audiobooks or movie channels. Some people are gonna think I'm a little crazy for even thinking this, but if one of you works at home and you have two cars in the driveway, maybe consider even just for a while selling one of those cars. And who knows, you might be able to pick one up in the future at an even better price. But in the meantime, you're not paying that car payment if there is one and the additional auto insurance every single month. There's a tremendous amount of market volatility this year. And if you look at your 401k statement or your stocks, you know exactly what I'm talking about with those really reduced balances and it hurts. But just remember, everything is temporary. There's ebbs and flows for every single season. So here's what I'd like to encourage you to do. List out all of your total assets and the current value of those total assets, not what it was six months ago or 12 months ago, but the actual value if you had to sell it today, not what you paid for it, what you could sell it for. And then make a list of your total debts. So maybe you own a home, a car, you have a couple stock accounts or a 401k and a couple dollars in the bank. Add those up and then write out all of your debts and subtract your debts from your assets. 
It's unfortunate, but so many households are experiencing a negative net worth. So if your number is negative, that means that you owe more than you own. And this is the problem. Society has taught us that we need it and we need it now. So instead of saving and paying cash for something, we go out and put it on a store credit card because we can afford that $25 or $35 a month extra payment, but we continue to do that. And the next thing you know, you've got 15 credit cards with balances and hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars a month that you're making towards payments on repaying that debt. It puts you in a position where if something happens to your income, you likely don't have savings because your savings has been stifled by your purchases on credit cards. If this sounds like you, and I know there are literally millions of people who carry a balance forward on credit cards, somewhere between five and $9,000, depending on where you look, as an average balance brought forward every single month. And if you don't carry debt forward, that might sound very staggering, but for many households, it's becoming even more commonplace to have to put that extra that's needed just to get by gas, groceries, and bills on credit cards. But the problem is, when those credit cards are no longer available to put that balance on it, then what? So we know we're walking right into a recession. There are some economists that suggest this recession is going to be an easy one to get through, but I don't see it that way. I think it's going to hit hard and I think it's going to hit fast and I think it's going to hurt for a while. Of course, none of us have that crystal ball, but all we can do is prepare. So if you are currently feeling over leveraged, is it possible that if costs continue to increase and APRs on credit cards continue to increase and your utility bill continues to increase, that you could feel even more stretched and even more over leveraged. If that's the case, I wanna encourage you to make some changes today. Financial stress can show up physically in your body. It shows up in fights and relationships. And if you have children, they wind up experiencing that stress as well. So what can you sell? What can you eliminate? What can you reduce so that you can lower your cost of living, if even just for a while, to get through this coming time? If your student loan debt is coming due, you can speak with your loan servicer and ask them for an income-based repayment if they're unable to extend out any future forbearance. Usually that will help reduce that payment. And then on the other side of this recession, you can start focusing on repaying that as agreed. With your credit cards, do everything you can to get those balances down, even if that means you have to sell something because those APRs that are continuing to increase are gonna eat up your entire minimum monthly payment. And then you're no longer able or in a position to pay that principal balance down if you're only making that minimal payment. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, suggestions, reach out to me at questions at creditchristie.com. And if we haven't already, let's connect on social media at Credit Christie. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, my friends, stay well.